Welcome to the Allured Life Podcast. My name is Katie Christ, and in 2016, I wrote down in a journal that I was going to become unapologetically my best self. And my purpose is to help women do the same, whether that's overcoming body image issues, creating next level inner confidence, or up-leveling our emotional intelligence and sense of worth. I believe that by investing in and developing who we are, we can exponentially transform the world we live in. My mission is to create power and influence in the hands of women. These are conversations for those ready to rise. This is the Allured Life Podcast. <laughs> Let's go all in. All right. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Allured Life Podcast. So right now it is Sunday, July 31st, um, and tomorrow will be the 1st of August. So I thought it would be um, really kind of a fun topic of conversation to talk about what my and I haven't been really great with this. I, I like I've struggled in the past. It's I, and I talked about this a little bit last week of, I am very much realizing that when there is chaos in my environment, a lot of things kind of that aren't ingrained habits, they fall, <laughs> they, they fall. Can we all can relate to this, right? Of just like, if there's anything that's coming up and you're just like, nah, I can't like anything that's not a habit. It's like, all right, we're going, we're out. Um, and that's why I talk about building habits, <laughs> but one of the habits that I am consciously building that has actually been so beneficial for not just my personal development kind of goals in life, but also just in making life so much more fun. And this is kind of, um, the habit of having a monthly audit every single month, Duh. <laughs> um, this was kind of inspired. I had a client of mine ask me of just in terms of keeping the focus of our context, which I talked about in episode one, I believe, um, all about kind of setting ourselves up for inevitable success is to create this context for your life, for your goals, for your ambition, whatever it looks like for you. That is so big that time is not like time does not matter. Time does not matter. It's you will get this no matter what. When you feel the pressure of time, when you feel like you're not going fast enough or achieving as much as achieving as much in the amount of time that you feel like it's been taking, that means your context is too small. And so we we're kind of having a conversation about this and really kind of understanding because there's, there's so much nuance that goes into this of, and this is where the mindset aspect is huge, but it's when we're in this kind of difference between where we're currently at and where we're trying to go to this context of why we're going for the, the level of success that we want, there's a space and it's called the void, <laughs> if you want to call it like that. Um, I had a mentor who, who referred to this as the void. And personal power and absolute strength and setting yourself up so that you will achieve your end result, this ambition, no matter what. Like it's, you will, you will. All it really comes down to is, can you hold the void? Can you be the strongest version of yourself in this void, which is so dang hard to do 
because how much in our environment is kind of going on right now where the void, there's a lot more evidence that the void is, or that we're not getting what we want versus that there's evidence that we're actually on the right track, right? It's, again, this is what I went through when I was trying to quote unquote lose weight, get into the bikini body um, of just holding the void of, okay, Monday starts and I'm like, all right, this is the month that I'm going to get into shape. I have this, I have a wedding in three months. This, I actually did this for one of my best friend's weddings is I put, I put a little red dot on the calendar saying, okay, this is my time. I'm going to, I don't want to be in another picture where I have a spaghetti strap dress and I feel like my arm is so big and that's all I zero in on and all I focus in on. Or I don't want to see the lumps in my dress where my stomach is. But that's a small context because I could feel the time of it was just pairing, pairing, pairing down. And two, the void from when I started to where I wanted to go to, it felt urgency there was urgency into it and it was like if I didn't see any results within two weeks that void was like it's not working because the evidence that was there the evidence that showed me that hey you're gonna lose weight you're gonna like have the tonest arms that's not a word the most toned arms by this wedding date it will be in two weeks or you should see some results right and so this is where I kind of come back into, okay, the context has to be so big that time doesn't matter. It's like, I don't know how that I'm going to make this happen, but I'm holding this. And the hardest part then is once we decide to that, do that and we declare it, it's holding the void from where you're currently at to your ambition towards your presence. And so one of the practices that we talked about was kind of reminding ourselves of our context every single day through daily practices, through weekly practices, and through monthly practices. So that's what I want to kind of dive into of what it looks like for the monthly practice. There's just one of them that I, I, I utilize. Um, again, I'm not perfect at this, but if you don't have a minimum monthly practice of kind of doing an audit of are you on the right track the void can feel so hard so and this is how we kind of almost I want to say like cushion the void a little bit we make it a little bit cozier um it's like when you're going on a road trip and you're like okay I'm gonna go from Wisconsin to California um, I had a cousin and an uncle who did this when they had a uh, golden retriever or no, not a golden retriever. Sorry. I just got a golden retriever puppy, actually. <laughs> That's why golden retriever was on my uh, mind, but they got a lab. Um, and they went from California to Wisconsin and the void, you don't go on that trip and you're like, all right, let's just hop in the car and <laughs> let's drive. You're like, no, let's get some travel snacks. If you want to make the, the travel fun, you're like, okay, let's, let's make this a road trip. Let's make it comfy. Let's make sure I'm in some leggings versus some like really tight jeans. Let's get road snacks. Um, let's listen to some podcasts and kind of line those up. Like we make the trip enjoyable instead of just 
sitting there and saying, okay, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Oh, okay. Um, but how about now? Oh, I really gotta pee. Okay. Okay. Let's go pee. Okay. But are we there yet? Can I hold it or should I keep going? I'm like, ah, that is where these practices of at a minimum, just doing a quick audit, just to check in and say, Hey, okay. Am I on the right path? Is the GPS still directing me towards California or did it reroute me to Washington? <laughs> and it's in those, cause it's, it's, the void, sometimes we don't see that we're making progress. Sometimes it's really hard to keep going when you feel like you've been on the same highway at the same speed and you're in the middle of Nebraska, the middle of Oklahoma, and just everything looks the same. You're like, why have I made any progress? Where are them Rocky Mountains that like make the trip a little bit more fun? <laughs> I actually have never uh, road tripped from Wisconsin to California, so, uh. <laughs> but we will be road tripping to Nebraska to pick up our puppy. So caveat. Um, so at a minimum, again, what I try to incorporate is having a monthly, a weekly and a daily practice of reminding myself of my context. Um, and so let's go. That's, it's a lot, Right. It's a lot for me to tell you, hey, do something every single day um, with when it's, there's not a huge, eh, I was going to say there's not a huge payoff right away, but the daily practices there actually are. Um, it's just kind of living into a level of intentionality and purpose to keep at it. And I am not perfect at this at all. And I actually have to set up reminders on my calendar to do this. Because it is, it's when we slow down to do these intentional things to really like take our thoughts, which are a million a day, and just streamline them or kind of course correct them or try to focus them and zero them in and just align them to something that makes us feel good and away from those anxiety, those stressed out thoughts, those things of I'm not enough or I should be farther. Those will come up. Those thoughts come up all the time. Um, and I actually am learning and developing and understanding that those thoughts are actually little, your body telling you like, hey, we're actually off track just a little bit. Because that's in terms of just being aligned to our context, our goals and our ambitions. They're good things, right? They're good things that we're focusing in on and we're, we're wanting and desiring. There's a reason why your heart desires to be in a certain body or to feel healthy or to strive for a, a certain level of work-life balance or to be the mama that you want to be of patience, of kindness, of compassion. Like There's reasons why our heart desires this, right? And the same reason that we feel and desire these in our body, that they like they came to us, we were given them these kind of ideal versions of ourselves are inside of us. The duality of that too is that there is inside of us kind of cues that tell us when we're not taking the right action steps or having the right mindset or the thoughts that are in alignment with our heart's desires. 
And that is when we start to feel stressed, anxious, sad, overwhelmed, fearful, anything that's negative, anything. If you want to pare down <laughs> success 101 to a simple formula, it's when you, phys- when you feel good, you're on the right path. When you don't feel good, you're not on the right path. <laughs> you're going the opposite path or you're causing some resistance that make that void, that highway, that long travel from Wisconsin to California. It's like driving with flat tires or the oil isn't right or you're actually on the wrong road and you're going towards North Dakota. (laughs) You're going to make it so much longer of a void to get what you want when you have these feelings coming up. And so for me, it was, it is a daily, a weekly and a monthly check-in to make sure that these feelings and these thoughts of anxiety of I'm not enough, I'm not going as fast as I could be. I'm not, I'm not getting there. Like these things of a lot of the times when we are high achievers, when we're, if you're an Enneagram three, if you are first child, (laughs) if you are someone that success is the only path and failure is just, that's not an option. When that's the standard, which is phenomenal. It's great, right? But on the flip side too, there's a lot of pressure that we, you and me, as high performers, as ambitious women, want and strive for. And on the flip side of striving for insane life comes with disappointment. And that's one of the biggest things that can really knock us off is the fear of disappointment, right? We hate women, women in general, the more that I'm learning about feminine energetics and, and women empowerment and, and just being a high performer, but specifically for women, the biggest thing that will knock us off is the fear of disappointment. Think about it. How many scenarios have you been in where if you look at it, Truly, truly look at, look deeply, like start to uncover and and kind of take back, okay, what was the reason why I felt so bad about myself or why I didn't follow through or that I'm stressed out and overwhelmed? I'm going to guess nine out of 10 scenarios will be a fear of disappointment. There is the times that we say yes to everything because we fear disappointing those that have asked us of us. We don't want to say no to um, the church that's we want to or that asks us to volunteer or the school that asks us to be teacher parent. I don't know. <laughs> we fear disappointing expectations that may not even be there, honestly. It may just be in our head. We fear disappointing our partners by not following through or cleaning the kitchen on time when they come home from work. Uh, we fear saying no, saying like, okay, what are they going to think about us if I, if I actually do like say no to going out or, or say no to doing this thing on the, week, or on the weekend with them? 
or your sister-in-law asks you to host some event and we, we fear disappointing people. Or at the same time too, how much of us have maybe unknowingly self-sabotaged ourselves because we said, okay, in 30 days, I'm going to do the, um, the clean diet, the, the, like, just get off of sugar. And then we feel like we're actually going to disappoint ourselves. We don't follow through. And that's where self-sabotage can unknowingly come up. The fear of disappointment is such a huge wound that we need to sit with and be able to hold. So not with our emotions and our energetics. It's not about healing. It's, it's not about fixing things, I want to say, all the time. Of kind of being in that more masculine energy of just like, do, do, do. Okay, I got to fix it. I got to fix it. If I feel these things, it it's, it's means that I need to fix something. There, yes, you might need to heal a trigger of yours um, so that you don't feel it as much, but it's almost like you got, can we hold this fear of disappointment? Can we hold it? Can I do it so much. Can I, can I allow myself to feel into the emotions that are coming up that are linked with this fear of disappointment, whether it's stress or overwhelm or anxiety of, of not being enough for, for people or not doing enough or not like acting in enough into a role that we feel like we need to mold into. Instead of saying pushing away those feelings that are associated with that fear, can you hold them? And that's where these practices of a daily, a weekly, and a monthly audit really do kind of are so dang powerful because you check in with yourself. <laughs> Instead of just going through the day in and day out of just like, nope, not going to feel that. Ooh, okay. Some overwhelm happened, some anxiety. Nope, nope. I'm going to just keep going. <laughs> Instead of just doing that, Instead of which is which, I don't blame you. If you're listening to this right now and you're like, mm, "That's me. I'm a definite person that just kind of goes through the things and I'm like, nope, I'm not gonna feel that. I don't like to feel emotions. I understand that because it's not fun, and it doesn't seem coming from coming from I would say a paradigm of feeling the emotions and getting quote unquote stuck in those emotions seemed weak. It always seemed, I always got so mad at myself. Anytime that I would be like, oh, like, why can't you be stronger than this? Why can't you handle the anxiety a little bit better? And it would just, tears would come out of frustration with myself of this, which in hindsight, looking back at it, it's like, no, yeah, I was frustrated that you didn't get enough done during the day and you didn't work hard enough on your thesis or you didn't make as much progress and you didn't get your workout in. That frustration was, I was fearful of disappointing myself that I wouldn't get, I wouldn't finish my thesis on the right time. <laughs> If anybody's been kind of following along with some of my content, I've talked about this quite a bit of just how I had such 
a level of anxiety induced when I was in grad school. Um, and even at the time right now, just talking about anxiety, it's like, I know so many other people that have experienced it so much worse, but it, a couple of times it did get to the level of an ang- full on anxiety attack. Um, and this was why I was like, I, you got to search Kitty. What's going on here? You are strong. There's nothing wrong with you, but what is going on of why this anxiety is coming up? And, and is there an easier way? Other than when I went to uh, the school therapist and they were like, just talk nice to yourself, which is in, that was way better because in hindsight, it's like, holy crap, I would never, the way that my brain talked to myself, I would never want anybody to talk to my sister like that, to my best friends like that, to Ryan like that, to my mom like that. Never, 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 never. So then I was like, all right, this is going to be a hard one because how many thoughts do we have a day? And it's hard to control your thoughts unless you're just sitting there saying, okay, think this, think that, think that, think that, and that's exhausting. (laughs) So it was doing these monthly, weekly, and daily audits just to check in of, okay, I'm going to have a million thoughts coming in and out a day. So how, what are some practices that I can put in place that help direct my thoughts and my beliefs and therefore my actions to be in alignment with the things that I do want and to stay away or to just kind of not get so stuck in those anxiety thoughts, those thoughts that really, really just kind of weighed me down. Cause I wasn't very good at holding those. I wasn't very good at holding those, to be honest, to create personal power, to be the strongest woman that I possibly can. I was like, I want to be able to, at first I was like, I don't want to be able to th- feel those. And the more that I'm learning about thoughts and energetics and growing, and it doesn't matter once we achieve our, our, whatever we're striving for, we will, if we don't learn now, to be able to hold any negative emotion that we feel, it's going to act like quicksand for us quite a bit. Because think about kind of, um, I had a mentor who kind of talked about uh, gaining success. It's always having one foot in the present and one foot towards your, walking towards your ambition. And so, and, and within that step is avoid, but it's always saying, okay, the ambition I'm, I was good at that foot. I was rock solid. I was like, I got this. This is great. It was the present moment foot that I had trouble with because when it was all about kind of the anxiety, the overwhelm, the stress, the frustration, the fear of disappointment, that leg felt so heavy. It felt like quicksand, to be honest. Therefore, the leg that was trying, that was going in the future, that was striving for the ambition, for the level of success that I wanted in life, in terms of, again, my own wellness and my health, and also kind of the level of success in a relationship with Ryan, um, or even to in the, in the job that I wanted, 
it was so much hard. Like how, when you're walking in quicksand or mud, has anybody ever kind of stepped into some mud and you're trying to walk and it's like, you cannot move. That is what, when we focus on the anxiety, the frustration, the, the hard, the not great feelings, it's like your foot is in quicksand. And so to help make that where I was like, okay, how do I do? Like, it's just mindset, Katie. It's just mindset. Let's, what can I do? Let's read all the personal development books. Let's go meditate. Let's go all do. So we can do, 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 do. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Amateur brain. Um, As much as possible when we have the mindset aspect that is holding us back, that's making that foot that's in the present quicksand foot. But if we don't learn to un, like hold those emotions and not by holding those emotions, we strengthen that foot that's in there. We don't allow it to act as quicksand, but it's just something that we are so strong that we can keep walking. And the best way that I found for me, and, and I'm realizing for a lot of other women too, that have kind of walked the path that I'm trying to walk is that foot has to be in a level of gratitude at some, some form or another. It has to, you have to feel gratitude for where you're currently at, no matter what to keep going with less resistance. And then for me, again, it was, it, it, it came down to, okay, I have to schedule in this gratitude aspect, but also feel like it was a productive aspect as well too. So I know that was a big kind of overarching, okay, I, I was creating the context of what this monthly review is for, but it really is to help us. And I was also kind of doing a little bit trainings of um, mindset. And again, a simple practice of understanding how to get success is when we feel bad, we're adding in resistance. We're in that quicksand. When we feel good, good. We're on the right track. We're on the right highway. We, everything is good in the car and we're, we're going, we're, we will get there when we feel good. And so how do we feel good more when the quicksand is so dang heavy? Audits. So audits, audits, audits. So the monthly audit I actually got from a mentor of mine, Daniel Blum, uh, who does a lot. She's amazing. Um, very much into kind of energetics um, and mindset. So this, I'm going to share with you what she shared with me. And this is something that, again, I haven't been July and June, haven't been great at this, um, but I love this practice. And so what she recommends is getting a, your, a book. So a notebook that is just for your monthly audits, because how beautiful will it be to, at the end of the year, you have a entire journal that showcases your growth and evolution over that past year pretty dang cool. So one of the reasons why I love doing the monthly audit as well, if again, at a minimum, just do a monthly audit. If a weekly or a daily audit is too much for you, just do a monthly because how much of us get so dang excited at new year's when we're like new year, new me. And we're like, okay, this is going to be it. And then March hits, April hits, Right now it's July, August hits. You're like, oh gosh, where did half the year go? This is how we recommit 
to the vision that we want for our life every single month. And when we plan it out, it's so much easier to follow through so much easier and so much more fun. And two, it just allows us to, by crafting out our time and being so dang intentional with every single hour of every single day of every single week, this is how we actually have the time to have fun because we're scheduling it. Um, so I'm going to read through all of the questions. Feel free to write these down. Or again, if you want them in a Google Doc, uh, just click the link below and you can get access to it. So the first month, so the first form of it is reflecting on the previous month. So if this is just right now, a lot of these stuff might not apply because we do a lot of kind of an audit of what we planned out on. But the first part is just saying, okay, what are the biggest highlights this month in my personal life? And writing up to three to 10 of those. I'm just looking, okay, from July 1st to July 31st, what did I love in my personal life? And then doing the same question with, okay, my biggest highlights this month for my health. Or whatever your main focus is right now in this season of your life, whether it's like for me, I have both health and then I also talk about work as well. I write, okay, what are the biggest highlights that I had both in my health and my wellness? And then what were the biggest highlights for my work as well? Um, you could do this for if it's your relationship that you're wanting to focus in on, um, which I might start doing a little bit closer to kind of mentally preparing myself for my wedding up in, uh, in February. You could do this for your finances. If that's a really big focus um, for your physical environment, let's, we just, we have a new house. So like that could be your, fo whatever your number one focus is, I would recommend doing that. Um, and then number three, question three is I'm celebrating myself for, and then these can be big or small wins and right up to three to 10. Remember when I said that to strive for success, to be on that right path, it's having one foot in the future with your ambition and one foot in the present. But the thing with the present foot is that it has to be about gratitude. So if you can strive for just right three to 10 things that you're celebrating how energetically this is how we trick our brain to really focus in on what we want in life is we have to energetically align with the best version of ourselves we have to we have to we have to i'm gonna repeat this three times because i need to hear this right now for me for you, for us. Katie, you have to celebrate yourself for the little walks that you've done in the past month. Because that's building strength in the void is celebrating yourself for how you showed up in the void. Number four is, so my biggest learning lessons were and how they can support me. I love this question. Because it makes us go back to, okay, where did I fail? Where did I actually not follow through? And instead of just sitting there and saying like, ah, I didn't do that again. It's saying, okay, cool. You know what? I'm going to acknowledge where did I fail? Where did I not follow through? How is this going to support me? 
Because how many of us have learned, have heard, oh, to find success, it's it's figuring out the lessons through the failures. But do we actually take the time to figure out what those lessons are? I don't. <laughs> Not consistently until I force myself to do these monthly audits. So my biggest learning lessons were, and how can they support me? What are your lessons? What's, what's helping you get through this? Because everything, if you believe in God, in the universe, in the highest version, whatever you believe, anything that is greater than you, if you believe that, I believe that everything happens for a reason, right? We all want to believe that. And I think we all do to an extent, but it's hard sometimes. And so can we, can we just consciously and intentionally sit down and say, what is the reason, if, if anything? And again, it might not come to you within a month, but just if we keep going at this every single month to say, okay, what's the lesson? What's the lesson? How can these support me? How can, how can my current circumstances support me? I'd rather live life like that than feel like life was just happening at me or to me and feeling not very powerful in my own version of myself. Number five, then, so moving on, is who did you become this month? How did you become a better person? So again, this is a, just another form of gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Who did you become? Acknowledge that. Look back at, at what, were, what were the things, where did you grow and just force yourself. I had to force myself to do this quite a bit. Force myself to say, who did I become? Because if we're not growing, we're dying. And, and sometimes some months were, Katie, you became not a great version of yourself. And that was hard. That was hard to sit with when I, when I sat there and said, how did you become a better person? I was like, I don't, I don't think I was. And so it was that realization that it was hard for me to find a moment that was a moment that I was proud of for myself, of me intentionally growing. And two, then when I planned the next month, it was like, all right, you are doubling. I, this will never happen again. You are doubling down. You will grow next month, Katie. You will become a better person. And this is where you want to become a better person. And I'm writing this out and I'm planning it. And it's that intentional growth. That means everything, right? And two, I'll challenge you. Don't do what I did. Don't do what I did and just kind of sit there and say, you didn't become a better person. You actually got worse. No, find something. Find one thing. One thing. I held the door open at the grocery store. One thing. One little, little thing. Question number six is relationships that deepen this month. So write up who you connected with this month. Um, this is something that I, so I started this practice in, uh, I want to say it was August of 2021. So about a year ago, actually. And this is when we kind of were getting out of COVID out of lockdown. And this was a really great opportunity to say, okay, you know what? I do want to get back into seeing people, interacting with people. How do I make that intentional? 
and really, really dang joyful. Cause I did get into a little bit of a, 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 like I was good with the people that I was around and I didn't need no new friends, <laughs> which drove Ryan crazy. Cause Ryan is definitely the social butterfly. Um, but I do love this because it was, it was just saying, you know what, who do I want? Not even just like hang out with what were the relationships that deepened this month that I went the next level with where it wasn't just superficial, the, hi, how are you doing? It was, no, I'm going to deepen this relationship and I want to know everything about this person, their wants, their desires, their ambitions, their fears, their struggles. Like that's the type of relationships that I want. So I love this question where it says, what are the relationships that deepened this month? And moving on. So number seven, and how was I with the habits and the goals that I set for myself? And what did I learn from this? So as you will see, when we talk about kind of um, doing a monthly planning for the next month, you write down, okay, what is the focus for this month? What are the habits and the goals that I'm going to set up just for this micro month? So kind of, we, we talked earlier in this podcast of creating a big context that cannot be felt with time, but now we're going to shrink it in and we actually are going to utilize time by utilizing the month and to say, okay, what is the focus for this? And I like this question because it's just a little bit of a, Hey, accountability, how did you do? And as always, if you showed up great, what did you learn from this? How, what, what made showing up and following through on these habits and these goals easier for you than past months or um, when you try to do this before. And most importantly too, if you didn't show up, what got in the way? Again, utilize these as learning aspects of, okay, all right, cool, Katie. You didn't follow through on drinking your water the past 31 days, which was, I'm gonna drink my water right now because that definitely was a thing. What did I learn? Okay, I learned that when my environment is chaos, I don't focus in on uh, my wellness. My wellness is the first thing to go, at least water. Um, that's how you create inevitable success because you understand and you know what are those roadblocks going to be and how do I follow through next time so I do achieve what I want. Again, we're lessening that resistance, that quicksand in the present foot so that getting to that future foot is so much easier. Um, and then finally, number eight is how do I improve the categories that I focused on this month? So let's just skip then. We won't dive too much in on that because that is in alignment with the next month planning. It's basically just kind of saying, okay, these are the categories that I'm focusing in on this month. So let's move on to the next month planning questions. So number one is what is my big vision for this next month? So what is the energy that I want to create for this next month? And how do I want to move this month to feel? So have this be really, really high level. Kind of on, honestly, take it back to your context that we talked about and focus in on, okay, in a high level aspect, what is the big vision of where I want to be going with my health, with my wellness, with my finances, relationships, whatever it looks like. Context, remind yourself of your context right here. And then just think of, okay, context is this big. How is this a high level version in the month then too? Who do I need to be this month to align to this context? 
And then we're gonna narrow it down even more so. So which categories do I want to focus on this month? So this is what we were just talking about of how did you do with the categories? So this again, your context that you have for your ambition, for your dream life is huge, right? And now let's kind of narrow it in on, of okay, to become the best version of me, there's facets of that. There's your wellness, there's your work, there's your purpose, your relationships, your finances, your community, your level of creativity. There's, there's just Google wellness, uh, wheel, wellness wheel, all these facets come into play and are all in alignment with kind of the energy flow of us showing up the best. And a lot of the times, if a certain part of our wheel is kind of flat, if we haven't focused in on it, and if we're not feeling a lot of enjoyment in that aspect, this is where resistance comes in, even though we're like, nope, I'm just going to ignore the, uh, my purpose, my relationships, because my biggest focus is on getting the dream body. And it's actually no, your work and your relationships are causing you stress so is actually inhibiting you to lose weight. It, <laughs> this is probably a conversation that for another time, but it's just looking at, okay, which categories in this next month do I want to focus on? And then just take some time to journal a little bit about what you want to accomplish for this month in each category that you want to focus on. Just go with what your gut's saying is, okay, this is the month that I'm going to focus on wellness and my relationships and my creativity. Then number three, question number three in planning your month is what specific or quantifiable goals do I want to set for the categories of choice this month? So this is where it just kind of goes into... We went from high energetics to this is getting more and more into the masculine aspect of this is what I'm going to do, 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 and focus in on. Um, if this is your cup of tea, go for it. If not, you can skip this question. Um, but it is helpful, at least for me, to just kind of map out in terms, I'm a very big to-do list, check-off list. I like things in my calendar and say, okay, this is the time that I want to focus in on this. And so for me, it is helpful to say, okay, if this is what I want, the categories that I want to be focusing on, what then for each one of those, what does that look like? For, so for wellness, this upcoming month, honestly, wellness, it's drinking all my water and going on a 30 minute walk every single day. And I'm going to try out a new Peloton strength training. So those are quantifiable goals of the dailies are water and 30 minute walk every single day. And then it's, okay, now the goal is these strength training classes. So figure out, depending on which category, what are goals that you want to you label out and say, okay, when I focus in on this, when I want to better my relationships or better my purpose, these are the things that I do want to accomplish this month. Then question number four is what simple habits do I want to commit to this month that will support my overall monthly vision and goals? So keep this simple and doable and remember that small and consistency matters way more. Um, so these, I would say three and four kind of go together, at least in my mind. Um, Cause that's where I definitely do. My goals are very much almost daily. So it's goals and habits. I would say are like, okay, let's just hit both of those at the same time. Um, question number five, how can I support myself in making sure I hit all of my goals this next month? 
So remember when last month or in the uh, review, we talked about what were the lessons that you learned? This is where you can look at those lessons and say, okay, I now know that I don't show up when X happens, or I struggle with my energy when this happens, or when I'm stressed out. We, we figure out what gets in our way. And two, we also figured out from those lessons, what are, the, what are the ways that I am in alignment for success? What are the things that set me up so I feel really good, so I actually show up so much way better? That's where you understand how can I support myself? Personal power. That's what we're striving for here. How can you support yourself? Then number six is just a little bit of a brainstorm of things to think about or plan out. I know it's very, very broad, um, but I promise you, once you go through these questions um, and do this for yourself, these it will become very, very clear of, okay, things to think about or plan out. Um, I know for, for me, let's say I was focusing in on my wellness and I just talked about, okay, the water and the um, 30 minutes a day and the strength training classes that I want to be taking. Okay, let's things to think about or plan out. When do I want to kind of schedule those out? So I'll probably brainstorm what a weekly uh, flow of my, my calendar will look like. Um, or two, I'll, I'll set up just, this will, this will be clear for you. It'll also be kind of, if relationships is, is a focus of yours, um, you'll kind of think about people that you want to be connecting with, or you'll be brainstorming, like things will pop up so effortlessly with this question, um, which I love. Then number seven is the people that I want to connect with more this month. And I have it as both a personal and a professional aspect again, because I like to link in all of um, kind of personal work, wellness all together. Um, and this is just a reminder. Again, remember when we were doing an audit with our, our um, previous month of who did we deepen the connections with? This is just a time to be intentional and plan out. All right. Who am I connecting with and why? And what do I want to come from that connection? So that real, true level of intentionality. Number eight is one of my favorite questions is things to experience. So what do you want to experience? What are those moments or those times that you want to focus in on and say, okay, if this month was the best month, that I truly was living in alignment with my best version of myself, where I can look back and do this audit in 30 days, give or take, and be like, I love that month. What do you want to experience? What are those trips that you're going to plan out or those projects that you want to accomplish or those little micro dates where you're just sitting out by a fire and having Chinese foods and wine. Like what are those little moments that you want to say, I want to create those because I love them. Write them down and schedule them. <laughs> it's that simple. And then number nine is how will I have more fun and how can I give myself more love this month? Again, this is a question. This is all, these are all questions that were created from Danielle and she's big on having fun, feeling good, loving ourselves. That means we're in alignment with our best version of ourselves. That's, that's when we're on the right path. When we feel stressed, 
overwhelm, anxiety, frustration, we're causing a lot of resistance. And this is just a reminder to say, okay, fun, love, joy, that is not the goal. That's the minimum standard, which is hard when a lot of our culture is very much into, okay, if you're not stressed out, you're not working hard enough. If you're not overwhelmed or burnt out, that means you weren't like going at it enough. There's a difference between being a high performer and being a high achiever that's really not getting as much done as you possibly can. We are high performers. We are doing things differently because we know that there's a better way. There's a better way than being stressed out, anxious, frustrated, and that's actually slowing us down. But that's shown to be this paradigm of that's just the norm. That's what you're supposed to feel like. We're not about that. The alert life is not about that. The minimum is joy, fun, laughter, love. And again, I know this is a hard one to always maintain and sustain and be intentional about. And this is something, again, I will listen to this because I need this message as well. It's not easy doing this but that's, we're doing it a different way. There is a different way. There has to be a different way. I know that there's a different way. So those were all of the questions for the monthly review and planning process um, that I do almost regularly every month. I definitely have not done great in the past couple of months just because it's been so crazy and that is something that I will reflect on and journal about as I do this monthly review uh to understand okay what's the lesson from that what's going on here Katie and how do I strive to get better so if you found this helpful at all if you liked this uh please share this either on social media or with any friend that does that would find this beneficial as well um, and as a reminder too, you can download the full, all of the questions. If you didn't, if I talked way too fast for you to write them down, um, you can download them in the show notes. Otherwise keep going all in guys. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women listening. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your friends, or even better, drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Don't forget, if you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Katie Christ. See you back here next week.